We are back on Sports Shenanigans, and we had some technical difficulties on the last episode. So, it got cut off, and so we're going to try and redo some of the news that we had previously talked about. But we'll also include some of the news because it's been a few days, so some more stuff's happened. So, we'll get you as up-to-date as possible on all things um, NFL. And there's a couple of things in the NBA, so let's just do those really quickly because there's like three things. So, since we last talked, the Nets have announced that four players tested positive for the coronavirus. Kevin Durant was among them. A lot of controversy on testing because it's hard for... People to get testing, but it's been really easy for the NBA players to get testing. But it's essentially just because their company is paying for private companies to test them instead of having us having to have the public stuff. Um, the Lakers had just played them, so they were tested next, and it was just announced that Celtics player Marcus Smart has coronavirus, and that two Lakers players. Um, tested positive for it, but we don't know who those are. Yet. Yet. Coincidentally, we also don't know who the three other players on the Nets are that have um, that have they, it. We just know that Kevin Durant is among them. They just want to be anonymous. Yeah. So, uh, Oklahoma City was tested because they had played the Jazz and that all those tests came back negative. Um... And the NBA is raising its credit line, it's doubling it pretty much, by $550 million to a grand total of $1.2 billion so that there's an increase of cash flow during the extended shutdown. Wow. Yep. <laughs> That's some money right there. And then Euro 2020 is being postponed to 2021. And... IHSA oh IHSSA boys state basketball is canceled. So that's fun. I mean, we all knew that was happening. I don't I know mean, why it wasn't canceled just now. I, know, but I don't it, know why it wasn't canceled so long ago, but I mean I'd almost gotten to the point where I thought, oh they might still have it because they're They're not canceling it. Yeah. So now we get into all the news because it cut off super early into our NFL segment. Um, and so you so, got all the fun stuff first, and now you get a straight NFL episode, basically. Yeah. So, uh, NFL free agency. Let's start off by saying God bless the NFL for giving us something to talk about other than the coronavirus. Um, yeah. Which I'm now working from home. Ooh. So, we'll see how that goes. I am not. I'm <laughs> still at my place of employment. But I don't know for how much longer. Cool. I heard, I heard that they shut down. They sent all the students home. And, uh, and shut down. Yeah, and basically and shut down. They're it's, done. It's the end of the end of the semester. They just got the online stuff. 
Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a time. So, um... But yeah, so the NFL came along and gave us something fun to talk about. So, um... The Ravens and Jaguars agreed in a principle to trade Calais Campbell to Baltimore for a fifth-round pick. Great value. Love it. Really? For the Ravens, not for the Jaguars. Well, yeah. I mean... I think think the Jaguars are... uh, This is a bad trade to me. I think that's not even close to what they could have gotten for Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the Jaguars are just trying to tank. For, I mean, for. I want to believe that's what they're doing, but also, I mean... They can't be that dumb. I mean, the Jaguars just love uh, Gardner Minshew, though, so I no, think... I- I think that they're going to try this year and, like, see what Minshew does. Because, like, their offense isn't bad. They've traded all of their defensive players. And And so Nick Foles now. And Nick Foles, but who really cares about Nick Foles? Um, But so I think what they might do is, like, if he does start off the year and, like, he plays like he was. Because if you look at his actual stats... um. And you compare them, like, on a 16-game, like, pace, because he didn't play them all. He actually has better stats than Kyler Murray, who won the Offensive Rookie of the Year. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, he has potential to be a good player um, and at least maybe be the franchise player. But So I think this year will be, like, a first couple games we'll see. If he can actually do it, like, be the guy. And if he fails, they'll just tank the rest of the year and then go for Trevor, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in who's going to get Trevor Lawrence, because when you look at it, a lot of teams are getting their franchise quarterbacks now, and there's only a few that yeah back. Well, that's what... Might be, oh, I don't know. Well, well, we can get more into this as we go forward. Yeah, we got time for that. I just, when you trade away Jalen Ramsey, which, I mean, he wanted out, so that's somewhat understandable. But then you trade A.J. Bouye, and then you trade Calais Campbell, and then you trade Nick Foles. It starts to look like you're just trying to be bad. Yeah, Um, get get draft capital and get younger. Yeah. Um... Kirk Cousins signed an extension of two years, $66 million, to bring a three-year total to $96 million with the Vikings. So the Vikings have apparently been pleased with the, what they've seen in the first two years. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be if I were them. <laughs> because, I mean, Case Keenum took them to... How far did he take him? Oh, I forget. NFC Championship. Yeah, he took him to the NFC Championship, and Kirk hasn't done that. And Kirk is better than Case Keenum, which I would agree to that. But yeah, he's kind of failed at what they want. But, I mean, they're going to give him an extension because they don't want to have to look for a new quarterback. Yeah. He's solid enough to not be 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, the NFL plans to proceed with a televised draft from April, on April 23rd to 25th, but the public events in Las Vegas will not take place. So essentially it sounds like um, you can watch the draft on TV and it's going to be heavy on the analysis and there just won't be – it's not going to be the event that it usually is. Just going to be more of like they picked them. Which – that might not be terrible. I mean, it's less money for the NFL, but I don't think well, it's necessarily a bad thing for the viewing audience. I was like, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, because the more, because, like, a lot of people who watch the NFL draft, like me, I don't follow college football because there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know where to start half the time. But when they do this, if they just go heavy on the analysis then like oh that's how good this guy is cool awesome my team drafted a great guy or oh man i wish they hadn't drafted him uh. yeah so, and the, the, the bummer the bummer though is that they won't have like the guest presenters mm-hmm. so like last year pat mcafee and reggie wayne both kind of i mean if, any if moments. really tried they could do that they would just have to do, like, video. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the Colts released defensive tackle Marcus Hunt, um, who I thought was it was pretty solid, but it was leading up to a move that we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, who oh, the Cardinals and the Texans. This is the trade that had everybody talking. And still has everybody talking. And still has everybody talking. The Texans receive David Johnson, a second-round pick, and a fourth-round pick next year. And the Cardinals receive DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick. Oh man, that is not good. Um, this just proves that Bill O'Brien shouldn't be the GM and the coach. There's only three in the league, or either really, but there's only three of them in the league that do it, and it's Bill Belichick, who has seven Super Bowls. I don't know if he had one before. Six. I don't know. He's I don't know. He's, he's, he's earned it. <laughs> he, he, or he has earned it. He knows what he's doing. And then the other is... Andy Reid. Ah, Andy Reid. How about said Bruce Arians? And I'm not entirely sure Andy Reid's like both, but he just has a lot of say. In... Yeah. And so, like, again, and then he has a very, like, he. you look at his resume, he earns it. Mm-hmm. And then you got Bill O'Brien, who... who? Last has done very bad. Consistently messes up on everything. Yeah, like very terrible trades. Um, David Johnson's old. Or he's not old. I mean, he's old-ish for the NFL. But he's past probably his prime. So you're not getting a great player back. And you're getting a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick for arguably one of, like, you can argue if he is the best wide receiver in the game, or you can argue yeah. if he's a 
three, whatever you want to do. Yeah, and you didn't get a first-round pick out of it. Literally every receiver that's halfway decent, you get a first-round pick out of. Well, let's just list it, Bo. Wide receivers traded away for a first-round pick. You got Percy Harvin. Mm-hmm. You got Roy Williams. Mm-hmm. Joey Galloway. Mm-hmm. Peerless Price. Mm-hmm. Keyshawn Johnson. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks again. Ooh. Yeah, he did it twice. Amari Cooper, who I believe was two first-round picks? No, he was just one. He was just the one? Okay. I was thinking Jalen Ramsey trade for that one, apparently. <laughs> uh, Odell. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. And not DeAndre Hopkins. And right after DeAndre Hopkins, the Vikings traded Stephon Diggs to the Bills, and the Bills gave them a first what was it, a first, fourth, fifth, and seventh? <laughs> I thought they only got three picks, but I mean either way. I think yeah. they got four. Oh nice. Let me see where it is on here. A first, fifth, and sixth, and then a fourth next year. And then the Bills yeah. got digs and a seventh. Yeah, that's. So, and the way it's, yeah. And, so if if Stephon digs, so the Bills probably would have given a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins instead of. Oh yeah. The first, fifth, sixth, fourth for Diggs. <laughs> I mean, I'd have gave him what I gave for Diggs for him, and I'd been, I'd have felt like I got a steal. Yeah. Well, and you look at teams like the Patriots, who um, were trying to make some moves mm-hmm. in the in the weapons department. Yeah, they need some weapons in that weapons department. I just, I think I echo everyone's sentiments, is that the Cardinals got DeAndre Hopkins for a ham sandwich. Or as our Twitter is, a uh, bag of chips and a can of Coke. Bag of chips and a can of Coke. You get DeAndre Hopkins. Exactly. The, um... Oh... Oh, the players were tweeting about how it was an awful deal. So, like, Chase Edmonds, who is, I believe he's the backup running back right now in Arizona. Arizona. Yes, yes he is. Said, (laughs) basically, that they, it it was theft and, you know, whatever. And that's coming from a guy who is at the same position in the same locker room as David Johnson. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he was actually above David Johnson yeah because because when they traded for Kenyon Drake it was Kenyon Drake um well David Johnson got hurt well yeah that's why and that's why um what's I don't I already forgot his name Chase Edmonds there we go Chase Edmonds and then DeAndre not Hopkins David Johnson like yeah. he was third on the chart because he was hurt and he wasn't really playing very well. So you traded I mean, for him. I mean, if 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 you if you played with a guy for a year or two, and then he gets traded, and you talk about how much of a steal it was that all they got was him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
I mean, everyone all around the league is trying to figure out what in the world the Texans were thinking, giving up DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson and a couple picks that aren't great. Um, uh, right after the Diggs trade got happened, some were suggesting it became apparent that Houston just made the first deal it was offered. <laughs> I mean... Because- Apparently there were some other teams that would have given up a little more for a wide receiver. I'm pretty sure um, the Colts would have gave that for the wide for Downer Hoppins. Yeah, we would have given one of our seconds and a fourth and like Quincy Wilson or something. <laughs> At least. But as a Colts fan, he's not in the conference anymore. We don't have to play him twice a year. That's nice. He was, he was about the only reason we lost, so <laughs> Yeah. It's just mind-boggling. Now, the Cardinals, they have Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins for Kyler Murray, and then Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds in the backfield. Mm-hmm. They have a, a solid offense. They could work on the offensive line. Yeah, the offensive line is not very great. good. But, I mean, for... um. What is their coach's name? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I tried to call him Kirk for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cliff uh, Kingsbury, um, for that being your second year as a coach, and you've now, I mean, you've drafted your quarterback that you want, and you got DeAndre. And they looked very good last year, despite having not a great record. Yeah, like the quarterback you drafted won the offensive rookie of the year. And now you've added DeAndre Hopkins. Like the way they play, the Cardinals play. They spread the ball more, so it might like bring the value of like DeAndre Hopkins like crazy stats down a little bit. But like mm-hmm. overall, it's going to make the entire team better because mm-hmm. you have Hopkins on the team. Yeah. Now uh, Michael Irvin did come out and say that he had talked with DeAndre Hopkins, and that DeAndre Hopkins said there was. A, a power struggle with Bill O'Brien, but then DeAndre Hopkins came out and said that wasn't the case, that it's all getting blown out of proportion. So I'm not sure who to believe. I bet it's like a, like, DeAndre Hopkins said, like, you know, it was hard to work with him, or, like, he has all this power as the GM and the coach, and that's something along those lines or something like that and then it got blown out of the portion saying like oh he says there's a power struggle between them all mm-hmm. maybe I don't know <laughs> I wasn't there for the conversation so mm-hmm. I, I like to have been I mean <laughs> um, Austin Hooper is leaving the Falcons going to the Browns on a four year 44 million dollar contract with 23 million guaranteed so the Browns Now, let me lay this out to you. The Browns... First, that is the highest uh, tight end uh, contract ever. Highest paid tight end ever for Austin Hooper. Congrats. You're (laughs) going to get passed real soon. (laughs) So, but let me lay this out. The Browns' offense now, they also signed uh, Jack Conklin to the offensive line. So good got a, what? That was a good signing. Yeah. So, they needed that. 
They have a decent offensive line now. They have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. They've got Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry on each side. Mm-hmm. And then they have David Njoku and Austin Hooper as their tight ends. Opa. This all gets magnified down to Baker Mayfield. Yes. If this team, if this team, they were they were such a disappointment last year because the defense isn't bad. They they're getting Miles Garrett back, Denzel Ward. The defense yeah. isn't bad. They're good. They're an all right defense. They're middle of the pack, if not a little bit higher. This team, if it disappoints again, I mean, if this team does anything shy of advancing playoffs. around in the playoffs. Like they like I would say this team should win a playoff game at least. Oh it should. Then this all goes on Baker Mayfield and they're looking for another quarterback in Cleveland. If they have a bad season and don't make the playoffs, like if they make the playoffs, alright, like alright, it's Baker's first year in the playoffs, blah blah blah. But if they don't make the playoffs, it's gonna burn. Everything is going to burn. Cleveland's going to burn. Ohio is going to burn. I mean, this—that is the only. That's what's going to happen. Because this would be. They're going to go nuts. This would be the most wasted talent ever. There has never been a team. This is a team that I would make on Madden. Like, yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't pick Baker, but I mean, I, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick Baker, but maybe if I'm like only in the second year and I've gotten everything around except my quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still working I mean, on making the trade for Andrew Luck there. Yeah, the well, uh, <laughs> not not um, anymore. Yeah, the I mean, the this would be if this team is 500 or worse and doesn't make the playoffs. And can't win their division. This will be the most wasted talent ever. Because this team should have no problem beating other teams. <laughs> oh, yeah. They should put up 40 a game easy. Yeah. If you're going to have Odell and Jarvis, and then have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and then have Njoku and Austin Hooper, and have an improved offensive line, yeah, I I think they'll make the playoffs. I really do because if you look at basically every quarterback who's ever came out of the draft, like rookie year they show some pro or some look good. And then the second year is usually down. That's why they call it the sophomore slump. And then the third year they come back. They really know the NFL by this point, and they usually play really well. And when you have a team like this around you. You ain't going to have many issues, or you shouldn't have issues. So I think at least they'll make the playoffs. Um, and it might be like a Lamar uh, Jackson thing. They'll make the playoffs and then immediately get beaten, and it'll be like, oh, man, it's his first time there. Like, can't really expect too much from him. <laughs> but, yeah. I just... And, and they need to make the playoffs or... <laughs> I don't want to know what's going to happen if they're bad. 
Yeah. Um, the Falcons then proceeded to trade a second and a fifth round pick to Baltimore for tight end Hayden Hurst and a fourth. Um, so Baltimore is getting some picks here. Um, and they've acquired Calais Campbell and now they've traded away Hayden Hurst. So that's, I guess, Falcons' solution to the tight end situation. Um, not a bad ad. I mean, yeah, it's, Hayden Hirsch was the second tight end on that team, and I mean, he was he was good. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys signed tight end Blake Jarwin to a four-year deal, max value twenty-four and a half million, nine point two five guaranteed. Um, because Jason Witten signed a year deal with the Raiders, which I. I'm really baffled by because he already retired and then he came back to the Cowboys, which made I mean it made sense in the sense that if he was gonna come he was gonna come out of retirement, he'd probably go to the team that he had been with his whole career. Mm -hmm. Um but then now he's with the Raiders and I'm just confused as to why he would go somewhere else and play as opposed to retire or stay on the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I would assume at this point, well, I thought the same thing with a lot of people this year, that you've been there so long, why not just finish with them? Like, that is your team. Everybody knows that's your team. Just mm-hmm. stay just stay with your team. Yeah. I just, just because he's already retired, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's, it's. I feel like that's not something you commonly. I mean, Brett Favre maybe, but the, I don't think it's something you commonly see where it's like you retire, you come back, and then you switch teams, and then you. Yeah, it's just weird. Oh yeah. Um, the 49ers signed defensive lineman Eric Armistead to a five-year deal worth eighty-five million dollars. Uh, trying to keep all this young defense that they've built up um, so that their defense stays strong uh, and they can make another Super Bowl run. Um, the Dolphins signed offensive lineman Eric Flowers to three years, $30 million, 20 guaranteed. Um the Vikings franchise tag safety Anthony Harris. The Patriots franchise tag left guard Joe Thune. The Cardinals used a transition tag on Kenyon Drake. The Packers signed a right tackle Rick Wagner from the Lions. The Titans franchise tag Derrick Henry. We talked about that in the episode. I, I'm struggling here because I'm trying to remember what all we talked about already and what all we haven't talked about already. So if you're listening... And you say, we already heard that. Our bad. Yeah, I mean, it's been three days. Um, (laughs) A lot has happened in those three days. Yes. Um, I do remember it cut off while we were talking about how the Cowboys franchise tag Dak. Um, And I think I was just making the point that 
when it's time to pay Zeke, Zeke wanted to be paid like the top running back because he was the top running back. Mm-hmm. So they paid him the top running back money. And that Dak is like the 11th or 12th best quarterback saying, give me the most money ever. Mm-hmm. So I, up. I don't have a lot of faith in Dak leading no. them at all. So, I mean, uh, I don't either. I would have um, tried to trade him to one of these quarterback needy teams at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what they're doing. They put him on the franchise tag and then trade him just so, because he wouldn't be able to be traded if he was a free agent. Yeah, send him to the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are desperate right now because, of, well, we'll get I mean, there. We'll get there, but. <laughs> there's that, yeah. Onward. Uh, Back to the Titans. In yeah, Henry. Well, we already talked about that in the other episode. The Titans oh. franchise tagged Henry instead of signing him to a long deal, but they signed Ryan Tannehill to the long deal instead of franchising him. We talked about mm-hmm. that. All right. Um, the linebacker, Christian Kirksey, signed two years, $16 million with the Packers. The Bucks franchise tagged Shaq Barrick, who led the league in sacks last year. The Giants are expected to tag Leonard Williams. The Texans signed cornerback... Uh, Bradley Roby, the Falcons signed defensive tackle Tyler Davison, Redskins franchise tag guard Brandon Scherf. Last time the Colts used the franchise tag was in 2013 on Pat McAfee, fun fact. And speaking of the Colts, they traded a first-round 13th pick overall to the 49ers for all-pro defensive tackle DeForest Buckner and sign him to a massive deal, paying $21 million a year, the second highest ever for a defensive tackle behind Aaron Donald. Sorry, I would have commented, but I was yawning. Um, I, at first, when I heard who they traded for, I didn't really process who it was. Of course, I couldn't look to see who it was because I was driving. So don't text and drive. Don't ESPN and drive. Don't do any of that stuff. Um, All in. uh, (laughs) Yeah, so – but once I got home, I was able to see who it was we actually traded for. I got – I was very excited because I do – I remember watching him a lot during the games. Like Mm any time San Francisco was playing and he was always – a force and for the 13th overall pick which was projected he went, he went seventh overall when he was drafted oh very nice um because we only gave the 13th overall pick for yeah. him which is a great great deal because at 13 we were going to take maybe and that's a big maybe at this point nowadays we we're maybe going to take a quarterback um and it wasn't going to be a quarterback that you loved. It was just going to be like, all right, we'll see if he's he can be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, or are we going to take a wide receiver, um, a very, very good wide receiver? But with this year's draft, you can wait and get a wide receiver later, and he'll still start. So to have someone who is an all-pro, who's already knows the NFL and knows what to do, this is a great deal in my opinion. Yeah, I uh, I was really excited about the deal because, like you said, with the 13th pick, it was starting to look like 
we might not get anyone super exciting. We might have to trade up to get someone um, like the quarterback or defense or an offensive lineman. I mean, we didn't really need any offensive linemen. Um, so, um, I mean, it it really come down to, you know, just a few different options. And so to get a player like DeForest Buckner, who has – like I mean, he's an All-Pro, Pro Bowl. I mean, he has been one of the best defensive tackles in the whole league, um, and that's a position of need that we have. We had a defensive mm-hmm. line um, who, you know, in 2018, Danico Autry and Marcus Hunt showed promise, and then last year they kind of just took a step back. Um, and so, I mean, and they released Marcus Hunt just a few hours before this, I'm assuming, because they knew that they would be acquiring um, mm-hmm. DeForest Buckner, who plays the same position. Um, but now you put Buckner in there with Danico Autry. You have Justin Houston on the end. Um, I think this could be that. that's going to be a, it's a, a big improvement on a defensive line that hasn't really had a star since Freeney and Mathis. Um, Mm -hmm. They've been just trying, they've been struggling to find someone to take over um, in pass rushing and run stopping and whatnot. Um, So I think that's a big improvement on defensive line on your linebackers. You got Darius Leonard, um, who's solid, obviously. Um, And the secondary is looking pretty good. I think Pierre Desir, Rockison, Kenny Moore, um, Kari Willis, Malik Hooker. Um, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think we're exceptionally weak um, anywhere on defense. I think there's areas to improve, obviously, but mm-hmm. um, I think our defense is pretty solid. And now this allows, I think, because we are going to have so we still have seven picks in the draft this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. After this, so so like DeForest Buckner's take, obviously he's taken up he's taken a first round pick and he's taken up a large chunk of the salary um, cap because they're signing him to this massive deal, which ultimately I think is something the 49ers just didn't want to do was have to sign him. And obviously they gave Eric Armistead a big deal, um, and they've got Nick Bosa coming up and other players on that defense and offense that they're going to have to pay. So it might have just been a situation where they're just trying to get the most out of Buckner that yeah. they can. Um, and the, with the 13th pick, like the 49ers could use it to get a tackle. This is a big tackle draft, offensive tackle. Um, so for blocking for Jimmy G, or you can get a wide receiver for because Emmanuel Sanders is um, getting Ouch. up there. and um, well, he's – Oh yeah, he's a free agent. Um, and after that, I mean, you have Debo Samuel. That's who it was. I about said Curtis. Um, you have Debo, and that's it. And yeah, and then um, so so they so they get a chance to stay kind of younger and cheaper um, in some other areas. So I think I think that's probably why they did it. But I think it just really because the Colts, you know, had the most cap rooms, so. I think they've been really strategic about who they're bringing in and who they're paying money to. Um, and so they said, hey, DeForest Buckner's a lock to be one of the best defensive linemen in the league. Let's, mm-hmm. use, our, let's use our money and our pick to get him. 
and really bolster this um, defense. And now we really we have two second round picks. We got a third. We got a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. I mean the I think the focus is really going to be on in the because this is also a deep receiver draft. So I think somewhere in the second round we probably get a receiver, if not the third. Um, oh. oh yeah. And I think probably get another linebacker. Probably get um, some offensive line somewhere in there. Um, I just think I think our big needs now are wide receiver, linebacker, secondary, and um, wide receiver again. tight end, and wide receiver again. I think I think wide receiver tight end are probably the biggest needs right now on the team, mm-hmm. and then I would linebacker next. Um, and so the so going into the draft, I I would say the Colts are probably done as far. Well, we haven't. They signed Philip Rivers to a one year twenty five million dollar deal, um, which I think Indy is kind of divided because there's a long history of Philip Rivers and particularly not liking him um so um but it's a one-year deal so they'll be out of it and the same thing with so like right now we're spending 40 million at quarterback Mm -hmm. for philip rivers and jacoby Brissett, which isn't doesn't doesn't feel great but um (laughs) the it's a, both of them are on their last year, so that'll free up next year. We'll have forty million dollars free, um, and depending on how Rivers does, um, either sign him back or be looking for whoever's a free agent next season. Um, so, um, so I would say, yeah, I think I think the draft. I think we're we're done seeing moves in free agency by the Colts. They usually don't make a ton, if yeah. any. I mean, last year we we had to get excited about Devin Funchess because he was the big signing, um, <laughs> yeah, and Justin Houston. Um, Which, excited about Justin Houston, but Funchess was. We worked hard to get excited. Yeah, we had to work real hard to get excited about Devin Funchess coming in, um, and then he broke his collarbone in the first quarter of the first game. Um, so. Uh, so that's another thing. Funches probably isn't coming back. Uh, so not that I know of. Not that I know of. So I think receiver and tight end. Ebron's leaving, which I mean, goodbye. But um, the <laughs> the Ebron's leaving, and so we got Jack Doyle at tight end, and then Mo Ali Cox, um, and then we got Ty who struggles to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got a bunch of like Paris Campbell, who was never healthy last year, and um, which if he stays healthy, he can be a good wide receiver. But we still got to stay healthy and yeah, need uh, somebody else. And Chester Rogers, I refuse to go through another year where I have to watch Chester Rogers be our number two or one option. Um, I refuse. Um, so wide receiver tight end is definitely I think the biggest areas of need, and then I think bolstering the linebacking core, bolstering the secondary, bolstering the O line a little bit through the draft. I think that'll be the moves. Um, I really, 
there was a trade that happened today that I was a little disappointed about. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, the Buccaneers are bringing back Jason Pierre-Paul on a two-year, $27 million deal. I didn't realize he was still playing. Yep. Um, but still making a lot of money, too. Um, yeah. The Raiders signed a linebacker, Nick. <laughs> Nick. Koyakas. Whatever. Three-year yeah, deal, $21 million. Um the Dolphins signed Shaq Lawson to a three-year deal, $30 million. The Dolphins signed Byron Jones to a five-year deal, $82.5 million, 57 guaranteed. Makes him the highest-paid cornerback. So that's fun probably- fact. Um, what? I just, well, I'm a, I have a couple fun facts. Uh, actually, the Dolphins have the most uh, money for this year. Um they have a little bit more than the Colts this year. So that's why they, I mean, will continue listing off Dolphin signings because they signed everybody, it seems like, <laughs> which is nice. I mean, and the good thing about all the deals that the Dolphins are making is, for the most part, they're all front-loaded. So you mm-hmm. pay them the most in the first couple of years, which is usually when you get your value out of the players anyway. Yeah. So I'm very happy about that. Um but with Byron Jones being signed, uh, the Dolphins now have the two highest paid cornerbacks. With Xavier Howard last year, he got the big pay- payday, and now Byron Jones. Hmm. So. Yeah. I'm guessing that's why the Cowboys let him go, is because they couldn't make him the highest paid quarter- cornerback when they've got Dak and Zeke and Amari and. Yeah, I was saying that time they had Marcus Lawrence and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, they were gonna have to lose somebody. I probably would have chose to lose Dak, but yeah. that's besides the point. <laughs> um, I'm very happy that they decided to let him walk. Um, it's a good sign for the way the Dolphins are going. Very happy yeah. about this. And then the Dolphins signed linebacker Kyle Van Noy, four-year, $51 million. He used to be a Patriot. Mm-hmm. Um, the Browns signed Case Keenum, three years, $18 million. I think that is the security. Insurance. Insurance plan right there. That I mean, Case Keenum's not great, but I think that's the, hey, we're two and four, we're two and six, we're going to take Baker out. Yep. <laughs> If it gets to that point, it might be a 0-2 case games end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Ravens signed Michael Brockers to three years, $30 million. Jimmy Graham went to the Bears on two years, $16 million. Um, The Rams were taking calls on Gurley. They actually just released him this afternoon. They which- did is interesting that they take calls on him and then they release him. Apparently, there wasn't many offers. <laughs> yeah, well, I I don't know about all that and because I really don't. Um, but they also released him at like 3.30, and at 4 o'clock was when he was going to get, I think it was $10 million more if he was on. Whoa. Yeah. So like they released him like half an hour before – they had to pay him an extra $10 million. So that was why they dropped. That's why they dropped him today instead of like later. 
But I, I do think if the Rams were taking calls on Gurley, you'd rather trade him and get something oh, yeah. Oh, than yeah. just let them go. So it makes me it makes me think that a lot of teams weren't interested. And what were they offering? I don't know. Well, that's, that's that was the question. I mean, we're curious. <laughs> um, Nick Foles got okay. So I'll just. Yeah, let's just skip that since those have been answered. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Amari Cooper signed with the Cowboys, five-year, $100 million. He actually did that about three minutes after we finished recording the other episode. Um, and Stefan Diggs got traded to the Bills we talked about. Uh, that also happened about six minutes after we recorded the episode. <laughs> yep. And then Tom Brady announced on Instagram – the next morning that he was leaving New England, holy cow. And then it got announced on Tuesday night that he's expected yes. to go to the Buccaneers, and we're still waiting for him to sign. But the it's it's been announced that the deal's all but done. They're working through the details. Well, was, he has to pass the physical. Well, yeah, but they, were, expect, they, they were expected to announce. Mm-hmm. That they had signed yesterday, and that got delayed. So, um, now, take a moment here. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a moment here. Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You want to know a fun fact, Casey? I do want to know a fun fact. So, Tom Brady spent most of his career winning. Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the most losing franchise in NFL history. Dang. Tom Brady can go to the Buccaneers, and he can play 238 games, which he will not come anywhere near. No, nowhere near that. But he can play 238 games, and he can lose... Every single one of them. And he would still retire with a better winning percentage than the Buccaneers. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty rough. But, Casey, what do you, what do you think? They're, the Buccaneers came in really late. The... All the talk for Tom Brady had been the Chargers. Some people wanted the Colts. Some people, I mean, the Dolphins came in a little bit there. Um, Carolina, Chicago, all these different teams floating around. Dallas was thrown out there before they tagged Dak. And um, lots of different locations. None of which were Tampa Bay until about 48 hours or so before this announcement. Um, so, for the most part, when I was thinking with Tom Brady leaving, because I, I assumed he was leaving, mm-hmm. it, was, it was either he was leaving or he was staying with the Patriots. So, it really wasn't, I mean, he wasn't retiring. He basically said that. But... I had it down to just two teams like a week or two ago, and it was really just the Bucks. In my opinion, it was the Bucks and New England. 
Um, mm. because, I'm in, well, I, if he, and also you could put in the Chargers there. Like the Chargers have the offensive weapons. Oh, oh and the Titans. I forgot that was the other big one. Oh, yeah. Well, if you look at the other teams, like Dallas had Dak, Titans were probably going to sign Tannehill because he had an okay year. Um, and then that leaves, and then the Dolphins, I had no faith that they were going to sign him because I didn't want them to sign him. And they were already, like, basically set in stone that they're going to try and draft Tua. So they were trying to get the the young quarterback, not the old quarterback. They're not looking for a, a Band-Aid right now. They're mm-hmm. looking for the solution. So when you looked at all the teams that were viable to actually, like, for Tom Brady to go to, it was really, to, to me, it was the Bucks and the Chargers. The Patriots he could have gone back to, but they were going to be what they were this year. But when you look at the uh, the Bucks, they have Godwin, they have Evans, they have O.J. Howard, they have um, Bruce Arians coaching, and then the Chargers have um, Austin Eckler, uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, so like good offenses. But it kept seeming like the Buccaneers would get him because they have the coach, they have a, a good coach, they have great wide receivers, and it just sounded like he'd go there. So I wasn't super surprised he went there. Um, I'm glad he went there because, I mean, I think they're going to – I think they're going to bomb. I really do. <laughs> I th- Well, I think they're going to bomb compared to everyone's expectations because everyone expects – Tom Brady to come into this team because they have Chris Godwin and they have Mike Evans and OJ Howard and like last year they had the most passes in the entire league. Well, fun fact, Jameis Winston's average throw was 15 yards downfield. Tom no, Brady's not like, Brady's. Brady's Tom, like six. Yeah, his was like six seven. So like that is a massive difference, and it's not. It's going to be completely different. Tom Brady excels with the slot guys, with the tight ends, um, and not necessarily with the deep guys. Like I'm sure he can still hit them, but like I mean, Randy Moss was good. I know Randy Moss was great. So like he can do it, but that's what Chris Godwin and Mike Evans excel at is deep and beating people and all that stuff. So I don't think they're going to mesh quickly at all and then i think by the time they do mesh it's going to be too late and Mm -hmm. then they're not going to be good so it's going to be like a bomb that is interesting with all these quarterbacks moving the coronavirus has canceled all otas and everything yes so like they're not actually meeting with each other so you're missing out on a lot of practice time yes and that's another reason why i think they're going to bomb is like Tom Brady expects so much from wide receivers and like Mike Evans, Chris Godden have a good, probably have a great work ethics, but they don't know Tom Brady's and they don't know how, what he does, how he reads offenses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, uh, I really thought that, he was going to the Chargers 
I understand it was the popular pick, but let me explain why it's the popular pick. You talked about a little bit. Mm-hmm. They had they just fixed their offensive line. That was the weakest part of their team, and they just fixed it. The Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Granted, I mean, I would put that right up there with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Um, I'd put I mean, it below. I, yeah, I, I'd, put, I'd put it maybe slightly below because Williams isn't Godwin. But yeah. I, I would I would rather have Keenan Allen than Mike Evans. Um, so, I mean, it's not they're not bad. True. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Hunter Henry, um, and then Eckler, and then there was rumors that if Tom Brady went there, then they would re-sign Melvin Gordon. Um. So the offense would have been great. You have Joey Bosa on Melvin Ingram on the other side. Um, they just did a lot of signings that we'll get to on the defensive side. Derwin James. So the defense was solid. I just and 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 Los Angeles seems to be the popular place when you're trying to, you know, build your brand, get in front of a big audience. You go to Los Angeles because that's where all the um, spotlight is. Um, I thought that was a place. I thought you know. I thought the family was going to play an important role. Um, mm-hmm. And so I figured that's where you know his wife would want to be. Um, so when when it came out the Bucks, it did kind of catch me off guard just because when the Bucks got into the conversation, I thought there's no way that he would go to the Buccaneers. That's such a it's kind of been kind of a joke of the league. Mm. It's, it's kind of it's not a big market. It's in Tampa, Florida. Like the, I mean, it just it doesn't feel like a team for a star. Um, and, a star like Tom Brady. What a star like Tom Brady? Because like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are stars. I mean, so like. They're not. Tom Brady's on a different level, so like you don't expect him to go to Tampa Bay. They're stars in a sense. They're not mm-hmm. like you don't see Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on like commercials or. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's not like like JJ Watt's a star. Like the big, oh. these are like the big, big, big names. Like yeah, um, Odell's a star. You know, Zeke's a star. Players that have national recognition. I don't think Mike Evans uh-huh. and Chris Godwin necessarily have that. No, uh, if Chris Godwin keeps playing like he does, though, he'll get there. <laughs> so I, I just didn't think Tom Brady would go down into that system. And uh-huh. I didn't, you know, everyone was talking about you need to get out of the AFC. You don't want to play Patrick Mahomes, like whatever. But if you think about it, now he's in a division. He's got to play Drew Brees twice and uh-huh. the Saints. He's got to play Matt Ryan twice in the Falcons. And he's got to – now the Panthers have signed Teddy Bridgewater to three years, $63 million. So he's got – the Panthers aren't going to be horrible. They're usually decent. Uh-huh. Um, I think he went to a very tough division. Um, he did. I think the NFC in general is harder – like – 
you they say get out of the AFC so you don't pay Patrick Mahomes, but that's literally just about that, the only person you got to worry about in the AFC. Yeah. The, I mean, the NFC, you've got – I mean, you look at the NFC West, that entire division could be a playoff team. The, yeah. the Rams, Seahawks, yeah. 49ers, and Cardinals. You got the NFC South we just talked about. The NFC East is the Cowboys, Eagles. The Giants are on their way up. The Redskins will always be a joke. Um and then you got the NFC North is the Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. Like the, uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're not worried about the Lions, but the no, the. Not at all. <laughs> but the NFC just in general is tougher than the AFC. So sure, like, oh, I don't want to play Patrick Mahomes. I think that's heavy recency bias, just because mm-hmm. he just won the Super Bowl. Like. That's the only person in the AFC that's really standing in your way of winning the Super Bowl at this oh, point. Yeah. Um, I mean, people talk about the Ravens, but I, I they, mean, that'd they be got the, in the first round. That'd be the next. Well, they got to buy, so technically the second. But um, my bad. The first game. Yeah. That'd be the next toughest team you had to play. And the, and the bottom of that is not hard at all. So, um, so I I don't know. I was I wasn't expecting it. It just seems like such a small. It feels like Odell going to Cleveland. It feels like this player is larger than this team. Yeah. Uh, and be honest, you say they're going to bomb. I can't wait to watch him flame out his career. In Tampa Bay, when they can't do anything. I mean, this team, I, I, being in a division with the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers, I know the Panthers are rebuilding. I know the Falcons have underperformed for a couple years, but I think that's a tough division. You're in a tough conference. It'll be tough for Tampa, I think, to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And if they miss the playoffs, that's, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, it's with Michael Jordan. Everyone who's a Tom Brady fan will forget, you know, that he finished his career by not going to the playoffs or that mm-hmm. he lost in the first round, like, so many times before Scottie Pippen got there. But the, um, <laughs> if they, I mean, if they miss the playoffs, that's going to be the, oh, well, it looks like it was Belichick because Brady just went down to another team and couldn't get him to the playoffs. Oh yeah. Um, so I don't know. I wasn't expecting it, but the rumor is that he is going to be getting the thirty million dollars a year or whatever um, from Tampa Bay. The Chargers now, I guess, are their plans to move forward with Tyrod Taylor, barring something else coming along. That, um, yeah, that's what it is right now. The Patriots. I've heard Andy Dalton is getting talked about. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, and I truly believe that if Belichick gets Andy Dalton, it'll, it'll be, be successful. It'll be successful because if or if Bill Belichick could take a was six round pick of mm-hmm. Tom Brady, he could take a first round pick and Andy Dalton and run circles around people probably. Ah. Uh- I mean, I'm not going to say that Andy Dalton's better than Tom Brady, but... um, No, but I mean, Belichick can make him at least 
a competent quarterback. Like Andy Dalton's not a horrible quarterback. No, he's, he's in a he was at a horrible team. Yeah, and so with Belichick and the way he schemes and how he works, I'm sure he can make Andy Dalton look like a top five quarterback in the league, probably. No, I think I think Andy Dalton plays very similarly to Tom Brady, so I think he would fit into that system really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I mean, these are I mean, it's to be seen. So, um, yeah. So uh, Tom Brady and is a so, Tam- Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Yeah. So here's here's a quick question for you, Bo. So, Tom Brady's on the Bucks. Does this mean we hate the Bucks, or do we hate the Patriots still? I still hate the Patriots. <laughs> I was like, who do we hate? I still hate the Patriots, and I'm not going to be rooting for the Buccaneers. Um, I'll tell you. So, you know, you know that in fantasy football, I never take a Patriot. Correct. Um, because I, was, I would rather I rather lose with dignity than win by without mm-hmm. it. Um, so obviously, I'm not taking Tom Brady, but um, I mean that's it's not something I've completely thought out yet. <laughs> I was just saying, I wonder where you're going to stand on this because Evans. Godwin are very good, and it's looking like maybe Todd Gurley or Melvin, uh, not Gordon. Melvin, yeah, Melvin Gordon will be in Tampa Bay. I, uh, I mean, I don't want Todd Gurley or Melvin Gordon necessarily either. But the so the so the thing here, I haven't completely thought it out yet. I'm not going to be taking Patriots still. That's I mean that's fair. You've died this long. Why why start now? I mean, I still hate the Patriots. I, at this point, might consider taking someone like Godwin or Evans. Um, But I'm honestly not sure if I could do it because that would involve rooting for Tom Brady to be able to throw them the ball. (laughs) Um, So we'll have to see. Um, Right now I'm on the fence with the Buccaneers as far as my fantasy team is concerned. Uh, but the Patriots will forever live in hell. So, the um, next up is Drew Brees signs a two-year, fifty million dollar deal with the Saints. So I'm honestly I'm surprised that it's not just a one-year deal. Oh yeah. Um, because I thought he might, him and the team might be taking it year by year, but um, sounds like he's going to be there for at least two years. Um. And then the Panthers and Cam Newton are working together on a trade. However, it was reported that it was mutually agreed on to look for a trade, and Cam came out and said that he didn't ask for this trade. It sounds like the Panthers came to him and said, we're going to trade you. Would you like to help? (laughs) Yeah. um, And they've basically – They've really missed the window. Yeah, they missed the window. Like, the only teams I can think of right now that Dolphins, need a quarterback. Patriots, Chargers. And I wouldn't even put the Dolphins in it because they want they're, going, they're going to a, or Justin Herbert. They're going a rookie quarterback. 
That is about a guarantee as guarantees come. So you have the Chargers and the Patriots, and the Patriots are looking like they're going to go get Andy Dalton. So at least the Chargers as one team. And, I mean... I don't think the Chargers necessarily want Cam. Exactly. I don't there's no I don't think there's a big market for Cam right now. I don't think there is. Which also means there's not a market for Jameis Winston. No, I that's who I thought I thought Jameis Winston might end up without a job. Yeah, I really think it's possible. Um I find it it is kind of it's kind of Carolina. I mean, to be in a position, they still. I mean, he's still under contract, so mm-hmm. they still have to pay him if he doesn't get traded. Yep. Um, I think Carolina put itself in an interesting position because all the teams have kind of made their moves. Um, yeah, whether the big- they're whether they're going to draft a quarterback or trade for. I mean, Chicago was a big rumor with Cam Newton. And they've already traded for full, so I don't think that they're going to be looking to be trading for Cam Newton. No. Um, I mean, every other team, like you said, it's a really weird time because, like, there's all these quarterbacks available, but most of the teams have a quarterback that they're pretty set on. Mm-hmm. Um, the- well, there's another team that has been rumored for um, – and that's the Redskins. And yeah. Be, um, <clears throat> but they have the number two pick, so I think they would rather go with one of the newer people instead of Cam. True. I mean, that's a possibility, or if they're set on Chase Young. So it's like, it depends on what, like... I mean, maybe maybe they, they trade for him. Maybe they trade... I mean, the, the market is going to be so small on Cam, and I think... At this point, Carolina just kind of wants to get rid of the salary mm-hmm. because they have paid Teddy Ridgewater now. I'm thinking that it might be a situation where – oh, there you are. Yeah, um, I just realized I'd never turned that on. <laughs> um, I think it'll be a situation where it might be like, we'll give you a sixth for Cam. What's your better offer? Like <laughs> – I, I, I mean, honestly, I don't think I don't think the Chargers are going to be interested in him. I don't think the Patriots are going to be interested in him. The I mean, if you go through the whole league, the Lions have Stafford. The you know it's Stafford, Rogers, Cousins, Foles, and Trubisky in the one mm-hmm. division. Uh, you got Rivers and Brissett on the Colts. You got Tannehill, Deshaun Watson. Um, I mean, Jacksonville maybe, but it looks like they're tanking. They got Gardner Minshew. Minshew um, mania, baby. You got Mahomes. You got Derek Carr. I mean, maybe the Raiders. Um, I don't think I don't think Gruden doesn't want Carr enough to take Cam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who else you got? Who else is in that? Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. The Broncos might be interested. That's that is another team that has opened up a quarterback job. They seem to like this Drew Locke kid, but I mean, uh, I'm not sold on him. I would go get Cam personally. Yeah, 
That could be or somewhere Jameis goes. That's what I was going to say. I would rather have Jameis than Cam just be, strictly because he's younger and not as hurt. Mm-hmm. I think Cam, I think Cam and Jameis are just going to have a tough time, which is weird because they were the... Well, Jameis led the league in passing last, last yeah. year. In but every category. Also, but he also led the league in interceptions. Um, is- I think I think it's weird because the league's moving towards mobility, and Cam mm-hmm. and Jameis were both kind of – I mean, not Jameis so much, but Cam for sure was one of the originators of, of a big mobile – quarterback not you know i mean vic obviously came before him and, and there were other, there were other mobile yeah. quarterbacks before him but but cam was like the first guy of his size to be that mobile yeah um, so i don't know i find it interesting but i, I think they're both going to struggle to find jobs as most of the league has kind of filled up their quarterback situations and there isn't so much of a demand for a quarterback right now Mm-hmm. Um, especially if a team's looking to do bad so that they can get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yep. Um. So let's see. The Titans signed Falcons linebacker Vic Beasley Jr. The Raiders signed Jason Witten. Bengals signed Texans nose tackle DJ Reader. The Chargers signed Chris Harris Jr., which is a big signing at cornerback for him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders signed Eli Apple, who has just bounced around the league like he like he like he's an apple that fell out of a tree and just kept bouncing along the ground on a hill. Like I mean, this guy has been he was a Saint, then he was a Giant, then he was a something else, and now he's a Raider. He was a Giant and then a Saint, and then now he's a Raider. He's only been on three teams. It, se- it seems like he's been everywhere. That's true. <laughs> um, well, he's only in his fourth year in the league. He's not. I think he just league. finished his rookie contract, honestly. Yeah. So maybe that's why, because most people aren't on three teams by the end of their rookie deal. Yeah. Um, the Falcons also. So. The Falcons also signed Dante Fowler Jr., who signed for three years, $48 million, which is fine because I I had said in the previous recording that he would be a nice addition, but that would have been a little more than a nice addition. Um, yeah. The Bears traded for Nick Foles for a, with a fourth-round pick, um, and they take on the final three years of the contract – to pay him fifty million dollars, and the Jags have dead cap of eighteen seven point seven five. It's a big contract for a guy like Nick Foles. <laughs> it's a big contract to have as maybe your backup quarterback. Yeah, um, I find it interesting that the Bears went after Nick Foles because Trubisky's bad. But I don't know if Foles is that much better. Well, so here's what I think has happened. is the Bears coaching staff, um, A, are trying not to get fired, um, which aren't we all. But 
Are so, we all? Are, yeah, are we all? Um, but what I think is happening is they brought in someone who wouldn't clearly be the better quarterback and take the job. I think they're still trying to prove to like the guys above them, like, hey, Trubisky's the guy. We didn't fire us. And so if they got Cam Newton, Cam Newton comes in. Cam Newton's the number one guy. Like, it's our guy, Trubisky, kick him to the curb. He ain't nothing, which he ain't nothing. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I think think it's well time to move on from Trubisky and admit you messed up. Yeah, but bringing in Nick Foles is like a, all right, He's he's bad, but maybe Nick or Mitch Trubisky's not as bad, or he or we can see. Um, I think that's what's going on. Is they're still trying to make sure because like if they've messed up on this and they like they didn't pick Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes in this draft, um, then basically they're gonna get fired because they done messed up. Mm-hmm. Which they done messed up. <laughs> so, I think that's what's happening with this. And that's why they didn't go get Cam and didn't sign Jameis or something like that. Okay. The Panthers released Eric Reed, which is interesting. He's one of the higher-end safeties in the league. It's fairly solid. I'd have him on my team. Yeah. Um, what do the Patriots... We talked about that a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I think they're going Andy Dalton. Yeah. I think it's that or the rookie. I did hear a theory. Oh, tell me a good theory. I like theories. Colin Cowherd. Mm hmm. So, the Warriors. Basketball. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) They had five years of finals and whatnot. Mm hmm. Lots of winning. Bought up a lot of uh, loyalty with fans. And then Kevin Durant left. Okay. And then Clay was hurt. Mm-hmm. And then Steph got hurt. Correct. And now they went from the finals to they're the worst team in the league and they're going to get the number one pick, Maybe. Maybe. The Patriots have built 20 years of winning and fan loyalty, and now Tom Brady has left. And the team, obviously, we talked about it all last year. The team, which, okay, first of all, quick tangent. How can we say, okay, you got to pick a side here, Patriots fans, because... You can't say Brady has no help and Edelman's a Hall of Famer. I think we all know that Edelman's not a Hall of Famer, but you like to claim that. So I'm just letting you know, got to pick a side because he can't have a Hall of Famer and no help. Yep. Okay. That's. I'd agree with that. So anyway, where was I? So <laughs> the So Tom Brady's left. Yes, talking about the team, team itself. The last year, we talked about how Tom Brady had no help. Like the team just wasn't very good. The defense, great, obviously, but the team, the offense just had lots of problems. 
Now, what if they don't sign a quarterback or they sign Andy Dalton? Whatever. Whatever. But that team, I mean, they just lost Kyle Van Noy. They lost a couple other people. The team's just not very good. Mm-hmm. The fans will still come. There's 20 years of success here. Um, you know, you might rag on Belichick a little bit. Tom Brady left and you had a bad losing season, whatever. But then you get the number one pick. And then you take Trevor Lawrence. I just want to let um, our listeners know that I pitched this idea to Bo like about a month ago, and Bo told me I was an idiot, basically. No, 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 no. You didn't pitch this idea. You I said, what if? You, you said, what if they get the number one pick? I didn't say you were an idiot. I, I, don't, I don't think I said you were an idiot. I said I, that was probably more of a wishful, like, I don't want that to happen in any living existence. <laughs> I'm, gonna say, I'm like, I definitely said this to you, <laughs> but it's okay. You didn't compare it to the Warriors. I didn't compare it to the Warriors because I was thinking football for football and not basketball. <laughs> but yeah, I, as you said to me when I pitched this, I don't think Bill Belichick can go below eight and eight. As a quarterback or as a coach, no, I, I think, don't think so. Either. I think he will walk out there and play quarterback before he goes to eight or below eight and eight. Unless he wants the number one pick. Unless he, I think Bill Belichick can do whatever he wants. I think if he wanted to be bad, um, he could do I, it. I, I believe that. Um, I think. If he were to do this, he would have to be like, just start praising Trevor Lawrence. And like, obviously you don't want to... Hold on. It'll be terrible. Until Tom Brady left for him to say a nice thing about Brady. (laughs) I don't know if you saw this statement, but he called him, he's like, it's a loving relationship with Tom. Tom has always been so great. He's, oh my goodness, we love Tom so much. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. He never said any of that at any point in 20 years. The reason I'm saying that, that he needs to, like, praise Trevor Lawrence is basically to tell his fan base, like, I'm sucking for a reason. (laughs) I'm not a bad, I didn't need Tom Brady. I just want Trevor Lawrence now. (laughs) But but you can't really come out and drop a little made me get rid of him. (laughs) You made me get rid of Jimmy G. I would have been fine with him. But like, here's a proposition. Yeah. Do the Colts could could we trade Jacoby back? It's a possibility. I mean, I wouldn't rule it out for a with, couple picks. Here and with there. the way this offseason has gone, I'm not ruling anything out. <laughs> and I mean anything at this point. I would Other give Patrick Mahomes thing. I'd give the Patriots Jacoby for you know. A third and a fourth. <laughs> you might get that from Belichick. You get we a gave first. him a first. We gave him a first for him. <laughs> we were idiots. 
<laughs> Not really. I mean, he was. We well, gave him Philip Dorsett. We used their first round pick on him. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Um. Let's see. Looking, looking, looking. There's Josh Gordon is working his way back from indefinite suspension and plans to play this year. I don't know how he was, just, he was just you can't get punished for marijuana anymore under the exactly. new CBA. So basically everything he got suspended for is okay. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what opened the door for him. Exactly. He's fine. The uh, Lions trade Darius Slay to the Eagles for a third and a fifth. This is a trade that happened this afternoon. I know Nick Foster was upset, even threatened to find a new team to root for. Which I have, I mean, I'll pitch him some teams here in a second. But I also have a question for you for this. But we're going to talk about Darius Slay first and continue with that. I was just a little upset because... I feel like for a third and a fifth, the Colts could have gotten him too. <laughs> That's fair. I give you that. Our 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 third and our fifth is better than mm-hmm. the Eagles' third and fifth. Oh. And yeah. and we have two seconds, and so I think to get a player like Darius Slay, and then you trade like Jacoby and Quincy Wilson for like a third and a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> And, so we're doing. And then you get your third and your fourth back, and you have Darius Slay now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think agree. That I understand worked. that. I thought the same thing with the Dolphins, but then I realized, oh wait, we have Xavier Howard and uh, Byron Jones. We don't need another <laughs> one, <laughs> even if I liked it. <laughs> But I mean, we, yeah, I mean, you look at if if we had Darius Slay and Desir and Rocky Scene and Kenny Moore, <laughs> be a good defense. All right, so here is my question for you, Bo: Is there a worse team like to be a fan of? Is there a, like a worse team than the Lions? Is Nick Foster or football? Just football. I'm not talking about sports. There's definitely in other sports. But in football, is there a worse team to be a fan of? Because the Lions always have great players, but they end up trading them or they retire early. Um, first of all, I would like to begin by saying I'm not sure there are is in other sports um <laughs> you said you said you said definitely like there was no qu- shadow of a doubt but i well, would i was thinking the knicks personally because okay yeah, that's knicks pretty fan. um i would argue i mean the lions are bad <laughs> lions that's heart-wrenching mm-hmm. um so I guess in a sense, what you said was interesting because they do always have good players, they which do. leads you to believe that they could be good. Mm-hmm. 
Because I would argue a team like the Browns or a team like the Redskins could be a worse team to be a fan for. Mm-hmm. But outside of this and last year, you've never really had an opportunity with the Browns or the Redskins to say, I think we're going to be pretty good this year. Well, we, have, we have a really good player. Yeah. I mean, Redskins, I guess, maybe had it with RG3 there for a quick moment. Um, quick, quick moment. One but, year. Yeah, I... Uh, hmm. The Lions certainly make their case, but I feel like I would lean towards the Browns. Okay. And the Knicks are bad, yeah. Yep. But I don't know if there's another team that I think of that's just, like, miserable to be a fan for. I mean, not since the Cubs won the World Series. (laughs) Yeah. All right, that was was my question. Okay. Uh, Um... For Nick Foster, uh, you can be a Miami Dolphins fan. Um, we are young, a nice young team now. We are signing some good players. Uh, we're about to draft Tua, so you can jump on the Tua train. So Tua, Tua. <laughs> I like it. Oh, that was funny. Tua, uh, Tua. <laughs> uh, or you could be a Colts fan. I mean, we're just missing a quarterback and a wide receiver. Oh, yeah, Rivers. We're still missing a quarterback and a wide receiver uh, for the future. Um, And tight end. Yeah, and a tight end. Um, There's quite a few teams that I like that you could be a fan of. Cardinals. I've always found the Cardinals to be an interesting team because I find myself secretly rooting for the Cardinals. I kind of like, but like, also, but like subconsciously, like I don't recognize that I'm rooting for the Cardinals. But, but as right. I look, but as, as I look back, I think I kind of like the Cardinals. <laughs> um, think. I'm a fan of Buffalo as well. Um, oh, I think it's a very fun team. Too. Root for because I mean they jump in the tables and stuff so I'd root for them just because of that so yeah those are some teams you should root for uh, let us know uh, who you decide um, if I were you I'd definitely jump ship yeah now real fast yeah I'm trying to think if there's any other team I would even suggest. I feel like the Saints usually feel wholesome. Yeah, they're a solid team. They're a solid team as well. The Lions signed Falcons cornerback Desmond Trufant to two years, $21 million. They actually did this Before. last night. They did this last night, and Darius Slay tweeted out, Hey, congrats, man. Hope this speeds up my process. We retweeted it. <laughs> So, and it did. Next morning. <laughs> it worked. 
Um, the Bengals signed Vikings cornerback Trey Waynes to three years, $42 million. The Vikings signed defensive tackle Michael Pierce to three years, $27 million, who is a very solid sign. Um, the Raiders signed safety Jeff Heath. The Bills signed linebacker A.J. Klein. The Jets signed guard Alex Lewis. The Chargers signed Chris Harris. We said that. Redskins signed safety Sean Davis. Chargers signed defensive tackle Linville Joseph. So the Chargers are boosting up the defense. The Cowboys re-signed Sean Lee. The Rams signed Leonard Floyd. Titans trade defensive tackle Jarrell Casey to the Broncos for a seventh-round pick, which is essentially worthless. The, it's being considered a salary dump because they took a seventh-round pick for what some argued was their best defensive player. Um, I don't know. Brian Poole is a cornerback, signed with the Jets. Cowboys signed defensive tackle Gerald McCoy, who many have also considered a good signing. The Bears signed outside linebacker Robert Quinn to five years, $70 million. Um who Robert Quinn had a good good couple years in Los Angeles with the Rams and then he had a decent year with the Cowboys and now he's in gonna be in Chicago with Cleo on the other side of Cleo Mack. Um and uh what's his name? Roquan Smith? Is that mm-hmm. Yep. So Bears getting that defense ready because they know that's all they got. Um the Cardinals signed defensive tackle Jordan Phillips. Jaguars signed Joe Schobert. Lions signed offensive tackle Casey. Would you like to read that name? Oh, okay, I got it. I was like, I looked at him and went, can he show me? No. <laughs> I looked at the wrong one. That is defensive tackle. They signed him as well. Uh, that would be, give me a second. Hala Pelavati Valati. Where you go with that? Yeah. Hala 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 Panthers signed safety Trey Boston after apparently releasing Eric Reed. Um, the Dolphins signed Jordan Howard. Which I wish they hadn't done now. <laughs> the Texans signed Randall Cobb. As a replacement for DeAndre Hopkins. Apparently, three years, $27 million is an awful lot for Randall Cobb, I feel like. Um <laughs> Raiders signed Corey Littleton. The Lions signed Chase Daniel. Uh, Bills signed defensive end Mario Addison. Giants signed Blake Martinez. Seahawks signed Jaron Reed. Saints signed David Onyetmata. Uh, Onyetmata? I don't know. Lions signed linebacker Jamie Collins. Jets signed George Fant. Broncos signed Graham Glasgow. Ravens sign Michael Brockers. Eagles sign Jason Hargrave. 
Giants signed James Bradbury. Ra- Raiders signed Nick Kwiatkowski. Um, Todd Gurley was released this afternoon by the Rams, and also Clay Matthews was released right after that by the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Flacco was released by the Broncos. So that is all the free agency stuff up to this point. Todd Gurley is an interesting one. Todd Gurley is an interesting one because obviously he used to be like the number one running back and then he got arthritis and last year he just hasn't been the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So interesting to see where he goes. I see here that Casey has marked... Falcons or Bucks? Yep. Those are the two that, like, if he wants to be a bell cow still, which I think it's still possible he can. Um, I don't know if he'll ever get back to what he was, but I still think it's possible he could do be a good running back. So the Falcons obviously just got rid of Freeman, and they're looking for a back um, to fill that role. Um, and then the Buccaneers... I think are also still looking for a running back. They're attached to Melvin Gordon, now Todd Gurley. Um, plus, a lot of people apparently want to play with Tom Brady. And so I think that's somewhere that he may end up. And I wouldn't really rule out anywhere because I think any team would be like, I'd sign Todd Gurley for the right price. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting between, I think the big running backs right now are Gurley Freeman and uh, Melvin Gordon, who are available right now. So it'll be interesting to see where they land. Um, I also, I mean, I know these teams have rookie or second-year running backs who they're high on, but, like, the Bears could sign one of them, uh, the Bills, um, and then... I had a third team that I can't think of. Even the Chiefs? Maybe the Chiefs? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, yeah, sure. I, don't, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but it doesn't it seem like right. this would be their main concern. Um, the Lions. I mean, there's there's teams out there that have, like, running backs that they are like that's our running back but like the redskins redskins like there's there's options for them to be able to come in and then they'd beat out people for the job but yeah so it's gonna be they have a lot of options that they could go to that could be really cool really fun um yeah okay and then sean payton was tested positive for the coronavirus, and NFL teams are using provisions placed in some deals that state a failed physical will result in forfeited signing bonus, which this has been linked to, like, coronavirus, like if they fail the physical because they're tested positive for coronavirus, that would forfeit the signing bonus. I think. Yeah. Oh, no. 
But so that's as much as we know up to this point. In about five minutes, when we are done with this podcast, yeah, I'm sure as soon as we stop recording, we'll be like. Tom Brady signed for this much, and Todd Gurley went here, and Melvin Gordon went here, and they traded for this. And that'll be the rest of the night. Yep. Guarantee it. Because it'll, it literally, it works. We record. We, there's nothing ever that comes up while we're recording. We finish recording, and then there's something that's like, well, I guess I'll put that on the sheet for next time. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always happens. But hopefully, because I never know until I stick it in the file, hopefully we didn't get cut off on this one. And so we got to finish out this episode. And we have a Facebook at Sports Shenanigans HM, Twitter at Sports Shenanigans, email us at hmsshenanigans at gmail.com. Nick Foster, send us your thoughts on our recommendations, what you think about the Lions. Um, And one of these days, we will talk baseball with Colin Houston. Yep. Maybe next episode. Hey. I mean, mean, what are we really doing? We're all going to be... Quarantined anyway, so I mean, yeah, got I'm to- working from home now. I'm probably not gonna leave my apartment before the next episode. Um, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> if we're just being honest, that <laughs> is a strong possibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that I still have to go to work. <laughs> oh, I would go crazy up in my house. <laughs> so Until next time, if you get to listen to this part, until Mm -hmm. next time, this has been Sports Shenanigans. I don't know what to, I don't know. You can just finish it with them. Until next time. Until next time. Alexa just told me what the time was. What time is it? 9.45 9.45 p.m. Why did you go to look at your watch if Alexa just told you? <laughs> because I have headphones on and I couldn't hear what she said. <laughs> I just heard mumbling. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's that. <laughs> All right.